many of these people, they found, they figured out ways how to make money without uh, working their entire lives on a job. And so that's, I think, the secret sauce. It's, do you want to be that person who's just going to be working your job? Or do you, do you want to be that person who has flexibility in your life and who figures out essentially the loopholes? Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Narish Visa of Krish Media and Marketing. Narish, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Looking forward to the discussion. Yes, super excited to have you on and, and looking forward to the discussion as well. And before we jumped into the, the discussion, I want to read a little bit more about Narisha to hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Narisha is the founder and CEO of Krish Media Marketing, a full service e-commerce, technology development, online and digital media and marketing agency and solutions provider. He is the number one bestselling author of 50 Shades of Marketing, Whip Your Business into Shape and Dominate Your Competition, Podcast Dynamics, the book of podcasting to make you millions, the new PR, 21st Century Public Relations Strategies and Resources to Reach Millions, Trump Book, How Digital Liberals Silence a Nation into Making America Hate Again, and the new book from Nobody to Bestselling Author, How to Write, Publish, and Market Your Book. And he is also the co-host of the Work From Home show. Narish, you're doing so many awesome things. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I'm ready. Looking forward. Let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you guys started, what I like to call your CEO story. Always wanted to be a CEO growing up, wanted to start my own business, knew nothing about it, Did do not come from a business family by any means. So didn't really have anyone to look up to. I took a class when I was a sophomore in high school. It was the only business course that my high school offered. It was short. It was only three weeks long. Took the class, didn't do well in it, but still loved the material and the the activities that they had us do. So I followed up on that class by taking a few economics classes, by getting an internship in marketing at the time. It was just traditional marketing since this was, I don't want to say this was pre-internet, but online and digital marketing wasn't as huge an economy as it is today. And read a couple of books. The first two business books that I read that were hard business were probably Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki and The Art of the Deal by Donald Trump. And um, skimmed both of them because I truthfully just didn't understand a lot of it when you're 15 years old. Um, you're not put in situations where you're negotiating all that much. You just, you don't, money is an idea because your parents are, uh, are the ones making the money and paying for all your stuff. Um, so I, I read the books and I thought there were some interesting ideas, but I just didn't find it very applicable. It wasn't until many, many years later, I went to school, undergrad and graduate school, got a bunch of degrees, uh, including in finance, accounting, business management, and, and then worked uh, on wall street worked in corporate. And it wasn't until I left all of that, did all of that, left all of that in 2013 to start Chris Media and Marketing, like you mentioned in the introduction and out on my own. I was forced to make money on my own. And it wasn't until 
I did that and then became a real estate investor on the side in 2017 when I realized, wow, um, now those books that I read when I was 15 years old, they're making a lot of sense now and they're ingenious. So that's my CEO origin story. I don't think I'm ever going to go back to work a, a job. We work with a lot of different companies. Don't get me wrong. Uh, we still work with businesses, with corporations. Um, so I'm still beholden to my clients. I'm beholden to many, many stakeholders, but I have not been a full-time worker in-house in, in 10 years now, almost 10 years. Nice. I absolutely love that. And and definitely to hear like so many times we forget again, we just see the business. We don't sometimes see the things behind the scenes that you're doing. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more into your business here, a little bit more on how you're working with your clients, how you serve them. Could you tell us a little bit more about Krish Media Marketing? It's an online and digital marketing agency. So we focus on uh, services like web design, web development, SEO, pay-per-click, podcast production, ebook publishing, audiobook publishing. The list goes on and on and on and on. So if you go to our website, K-R-I-S-H, KrishMediaMarketing.com, you can see all the services that we offer. When I started it in 2013, it was just me and it was just maybe two or three services. It was like uh, affiliate marketing, a podcast production, and, and maybe a little bit of copywriting. So um, how did I grow it? As I built my clientele, my clients started asking me, Hey, can you do online reputation management? Can you do web design? Can you do logo designs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So as we built up, as I built up more clientele, I didn't learn all these things. My background is not in technology or in design or in it web development. So I found people, I hired people and said, Hey, my business is growing. I need to hire X, Y, Z. And so that's how I was able to grow my business into what it is today. And I, and I want to just share that um, we are a small business. We're not a large corporation. We're not uh, you know, a multi-million dollar business. It is a great lifestyle business. I'm able to outsource a lot to my contractors who work for us. And on top of all that, it allows me to be a stay-at-home dad. Nice. I absolutely love that. So what would you consider to be what I like to call your secret sauce? And this could be for yourself personally, the business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? I can't believe this is a secret, but I'm realizing more and more as I get older that it is. And that it, 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 it's an amalgamation of a, a few different ideas. Number one is having a sense of laziness is actually a good thing mixed with having a sense of, of accomplishment, high standards, and results. So you make if, if you're somebody who wants to accomplish a lot, who wants to gain results, who wants to make money, and you mix that with laziness, what you're going to get is somebody who doesn't work very much, but who makes a decent amount of money. And, so, uh, and, and I realized this later uh, when I say later, probably in my mid twenties, when I saw really wealthy people, they weren't working, and I, and I didn't understand it because going back to that idea once again, I I, I was always told oh, you got to work a job, work ten hours a day minimum in order to become wealthy. And I started seeing. I went to a a wealthy high school, and I would see my my classmates' dads coming in, shorts and a t shirt, driving a convertible. Um, never missing their, their kids, you know, lacrosse games or basketball games or whatever. And 
that got me thinking like, what did they inherit this money? Like what, what's going on here? And I started learning more and more about, um, what they did, you know, some of them got lucky. They they invested during the dot com boom in in a few stocks. Maybe those stocks were like Amazon or Microsoft or Apple. And so that's what I learned that uh, many of these people they found they figured out ways how to make money without uh, working their entire lives on a job. And so that's I think the secret sauce. It's do you want to be that person who's just going to be working your job? Put a few, you know, max out your 401k and just keep working forever? Or do you do you want to be that person who has flexibility in your life and who figures out essentially the loopholes and can um, get lucky here and there or find ways to make a large amount of money in a short period of time? It definitely is riskier. It requires a lot more smarts. But at the same time, if you do figure it out, if we put it that way, if you do figure it out, then uh, it's it's a wonderful lifestyle to live. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I definitely appreciate you, you know, sharing that. And I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this is a little bit more of an Apple book, um, or one of the three books that you mentioned, maybe as well, too, um, that you kind of lean on that can make you more effective and efficient. Yeah, well, um, I, I shared the amalgamation. Now I want to share my my four legged stool of what keeps me efficient. Um, I believe in mental health, spiritual health, physical health, emotional health. It's a four-legged stool. If one of those legs is missing, the stool topples over. And every day, be working on improving these four facets. This is taken from the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. These are essentially four of the habits from the Seven Habits. Stephen Covey is the author, so that's an, another amazing book that I highly recommend. It was not meant to be a business book, but it turned into a business bestseller because it is a book on spirituality. It is a book on mindfulness. Mental health simply means keeping your head sharp, keeping your brain sharp. So yes, when you're at home, working from home, your brain can, you can become a little bit brain dead. Uh, when you retire, there are studies that show this. There's a reason why mortality goes up after people retire because they're essentially going brain dead. Just going, uh, just working in front of a computer is stimulating the mind. So to me, it's not just working, it's keeping the mind sharp, whether that's reading, writing, like you brought up my books, writing definitely is an exercise of the brain, um, or just thinking of ideas, thinking about my next book idea, thinking about business ideas, you listening to podcasts, these all keep you sharp. So that's mental health. Spiritual health is merely to me giving thanks. I am a religious person, so that's uh, important to me. Not everyone's religious. I get it. Completely understand each his or her own or their own. But uh, it can be religion. It could also just mean merely giving thanks, being thankful for your life, being thankful for what you have rather than pine for what you don't have, giving thanks for the food that you have in front of you, giving thanks to be breathing and living every day or even twice a day would be even better. That's spiritual health. Then we have emotional health. This is an important one because when I started reading Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, I was in my mid-20s. I think emotional health is a major problem for uh, people after they graduate from school, whether it's undergrad, graduate, they have to go out into the real world and become adults, uh, maybe find a partner, deal with the whole job situation, it's it it's it's toll it, it's a big toll. It can take a huge toll on you. And until you hit that midlife crisis, I think that's the 
uh, after the midlife crisis, this is the, the biggest crisis. Um, and so emotional health is incredibly, um, emotional health merely means getting rid of the bad people in your life, getting rid of them and only surrounding yourself with good people. Of course, there's physical health, which these are all things that you need to do every single day. In my case, physical health is uh, I go for a walk every day with my son. Every day, I try to do something, something that's that's physical because there is an effect physically. It's going to help you out emotionally. It's going to help you out spiritually. It's going to help you out mentally. So uh, physical health is incredibly important. All four of these areas incredibly important. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you breaking that down. I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. Um, I like to say it might be something you would tell your favorite client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Um, I would, what I tell young people is two things. Number one, you have an idea, you cannot put it off. Because when you're young, you can afford to, I don't, I don't want to use the term take risk. That's not, they're not risks. You can afford to do a better way to put it is you can afford to do whatever the hell you want when you're young. Um, so don't put it off, do it. Don't have regrets as you get older in life and say, Oh, you know, I should have taken this trip. I should have lived in Europe for a few years. I should have, uh, you know, dated that girl who I rejected. Just go for it, man. Just absolutely go for it. And this ties into business because in business, you got that idea you have that book idea, whatever it is, you go for it. Do not put it off. That's the worst thing you can do. Uh, Don't have regrets. And the more experiences you can have, so I I laid out some examples, but the more experiences you can have, the better off you're going to be, the more well-rounded you're going to be, and the better you're going to be, you'll be surprised in in, in business. And these, these all fall into this idea and concept, I would say falls into spirituality. Yeah, absolutely. And looking at the the holistic aspect of who we are, not just one, you know, pillar or one aspect of it. So absolutely appreciate that nugget. And I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're open out different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Narisha, what does being a CEO mean to you? Being a CEO means being the boss. That's my own boss, boss to the people who, who work for me, the boss of my company. I am responsible for I am responsible for my future. I am responsible for my success. I am responsible for future of my company or my companies. The bottom line is being a CEO is being the boss and being responsible, taking ownership of everything. Nice. I, I love that perspective. And of course, you know, the keywords that popped out to me, boss, responsibility, and ownership. Truly appreciate that, Narisha. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, get a copy of your books, and find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. Yep. So all those books you read in the beginning, they're available on Amazon. Just type in Naresh Fisov, my first name and last name onto Amazon. You'll find them. I'd love to offer a free copy of any of those books to your listeners. If they go to my website, nareshvisa.com, get on my mailing list there, and then shoot me an email. After you get on that mailing list, just say, hey, I heard you on the I Am CEO podcast. Would love to get a free copy of your book and just name whatever book you want. I'll send you uh, I'll send you two different versions of the book. So uh, I've got paperback, Kindle, and audiobook. I'm going to send you two different versions. Or if you just want one, just mention that you want one. My company's website is Krish, K-R-I-S-H, mediamarketing.com. As I mentioned earlier, krishmediamarketing.com. And our podcast, the Work From Home Show, workfromhomeshow.com. 
Nice. Absolutely love that. And definitely appreciate you for all the awesome work that you're doing. Of course, to make it even easier, we're going to have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with all the awesome work that you're doing. Thank you so much for doing that, my friend. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure coming on. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.